Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. I'm Andy, and today I fucked up is the subreddit I am taking you into. But let's get straight to it once you've made sure to follow the show and leave a review with our first story from Python Puzzler. Well, today I fucked up by not knowing what Latina girls say in bed. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I had recently signed up for a popular dating app and matched with a lovely Venezuelan girl. Let's call her F. She was very sweet and had recently moved to the US. We chatted in the app a bit and, you know, it hit off. Her replies were sometimes worded slightly oddly, but since I assumed English was probably not her first language, I didn't think all too much of it. I even asked her if she would like to switch to chatting in Spanish, and she readily agreed. So, I know a tiny bit of Spanish, like the amount you learned going to high school in the southern US. So I got good at using Google Translate to help me out. Fast forward a week or so later, we were clicking in the app and decided to meet up. I met her at her job, a casino, as she was getting off work. The casino parking lot was rather large, so I called her for the first time to coordinate exactly which section to meet up in. The conversation went something like this. Hey F, it's me, Python Puzzler. I'm near the entrance, but where exactly should I pick you up? Silence. Um, hello? Lo siento, no hablo inglés. At this point, I realize she doesn't speak any English and must have been doing exactly what I was doing, which was using Google Translate. Ah, uh, well, I was a little bit surprised uh, that she didn't mention it before, but I thought, well, maybe she assumed I knew more Spanish than I actually did, even though I told her I was using Google Translate and what we would be able to converse in Spanish. I decided not to bail and just give things a shot. I'd always wanted to brush up on my Spanish anyways. Here was the perfect opportunity. It's also possible the crop top she was wearing factored into my decision, but I guess we will never know. So we went on the date. We ended up having a great time. Yeah, it was awkward having our phones out the whole date to facilitate communication, but it's amazing what you can do with and or get used to when your hormones are involved. Fast forward to the first time we were in bed together. She was very vocal and, of course, spoke Spanish. Most of what she would say I understood and expected. Si, si, ay, papi, etc. But there was one thing she kept saying that confused me. Rico. Sometimes she would repeat it several times. 
Now I knew that rico in Spanish is the masculine form of rich, as in wealthy, so I thought, maybe this is an idiomatic expression I'm just not familiar with, something that Latina girls say to express delight or satisfaction. Somewhat similar to how in English we would say sarcastically, oh that's rich, where rich doesn't really have anything to do with the original meaning. Not the best analogy, I'm just pointing out how idioms can change words and meanings and stuff. I thought it was either that or this girl believed I was wealthy and that turned her on? In any case, I never brought it up. When you have to run 95% of your communication through an app, you tend to be judicious about which topics you bring up. Questioning her dirty talk was not something that cleared that bar. We dated for several weeks, and I think this happens either every time or almost every time we were in bed. Again, I wasn't paying much attention to it because I thought I had an explanation. Things didn't work out between us, but it's not relevant to the TIFU. Anyways, several months ago, I spoke to a friend of mine who is much more intelligent than I am. We were telling stories about sexy or funny things you've said or heard in bed, so I brought this up as something odd, but explained my reasoning that, you know, it must be something Latina girls say in bed. Her face has been contorting the whole time I'm telling the story, but when I get to my explanation, she loses her shit laughing at me. I'm confused, but when she finally manages to compose herself, she says, Oh, honey, that's not something they say. That's a name. Suddenly, two things hit me. Rico is Spanish for Richard, and I am a fucking idiot. I have no idea what this girl was thinking, obviously, but my best guess is that she called out an ex's name accidentally, but then when I didn't react to it, she just rolled with it. Either that, or she just never gave a fuck. Doesn't really matter, either way, I was a Rico substitute for weeks without realizing it. Rico, if you're reading this down in Venezuela, F is clearly not over you. Oh, Rico, Rico. So it's quite possible this guy's- I'm just reading the comments after the uh, story ends. It's quite possible this guy was incorrect about the assumptions of Rico meaning, um, a name. Apparently, if you Google stuff Latina girls say in bed, like, Q Rico is one of the first things that comes up. I don't know what that means. You'll have to look it up for yourself. I keep my internet search history clean as a whistle, so that one's on you if you dump, jump in. <laughs> Our next story is in from Garbage Officer. Today I fucked up by telling my English teacher I would whip her. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. 
Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. This happened a long time ago when I was about 12 years old. I'm from Slovakia where we have this really weird tradition during Easter, it's right around the corner, that involves pouring buckets of water on women and spanking them with whips made out of willow branches decorated with colorful ribbons that each girl you visit attaches to the rest. There are literally groups of guys walking down the street looking like the peaky fucking blinders collecting debts during that day. Understandably, this may appear very bizarre or even barbaric to a foreigner at first glance as it simply sounds like we go door-to-door chasing waterboarding and beating women. While partially true, there is some symbolism behind it and these customs go way back to ancient spring festivals. We pour buckets of water on our women to make sure that they stay as beautiful as they are for an entire year. The same goes for the spanking custom, where we additionally ward off evil spirits. Sounds much better now, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Now, with this cultural background info in mind, back to my story. I always enjoyed English lessons when I was a kid. However, my grammar and vocabulary were very limited at the time, since I was a beginner. One day, a new teacher arrived in our school. She was young, came from Oregon, and was really nice and friendly. I um, uh, may have had a little crush on her. The fact that she was a native English speaker was very exciting to everyone, and it was the first time I'd interacted with a foreigner in a second language. She often talked about her life in America, her own customs and traditions such as Thanksgiving and Halloween, and we don't really celebrate those here. A couple of months after her arrival, during the Easter holidays, I wanted to demonstrate our customs to her for a change and thought I'd pay her a visit. (laughs) Naturally, I equipped myself with a small bucket of water and a nice perfume that you add after the whole ordeal is over. And besides granting them infinite beauty, they also smell nice afterwards. Then, of course, my primary weapon. A traditional willow whip. After getting ready, I made my way to her apartment building. Unannounced. Once I reached the door, found her name, got my broken English ready, and confidently buzzed her apartment. She clearly wasn't expecting any visitors and sounded genuinely confused. The dialogue went something like this. Buzz. Yes? Hello, I am. Who is it? It is I. What are you doing here? I come to whip you. I'm sorry? No, it's okay. I come for traditional whipping. (laughs) 
<laughs> this was followed by dead silence. After which she buzzed me in without saying anything. I went inside thinking this was an absolutely smooth conversation and felt quite proud of myself for my impressive English skills. <coughs> I took the elevator to her floor and knocked on the door. I imagine she must have been quite terrified at that point. She slowly and carefully opened the door just enough to peek at this goofy idiot kid standing there with a smile on his face, holding a whip in his hand and a bucket of water in the other. The ridiculous exchange continued something along these lines. Happy Easter. Uh, are you okay? What's going on? You all need to be pretty, so I'm going to put water on you now, okay? What? No, why? Is this a prank? Where are your parents? Oh, no, no. Dad and I go with my mum and aunt soon. You first. Ah, tradition. Um, how does it work, though? Do I wash my hands and face in the bucket or something? <laughs> no, no, no. I need to put water on you and whip you with this. Then you're pretty. Then I'm pretty. Well, I don't know what's happening, and I'm a little scared, but go ahead, I guess. Please just be careful, though. Can you be careful? Thank God. I could at least tell she was in a bit of a shock, so luckily I didn't empty the bucket on her face point blank like I would usually to my female relatives. Instead, I just put my hand in the bucket and gently splashed some water with my fingers. She was laughing at this point, but was still visibly confused, saying, Um, what's going on? Repeatedly. Then I said, Now I spray this on you, you smell nice, okay? And took out the perfume from my pocket. Ha, ah, I get it. So I'm not pretty and I stink too. Great. Okay. And now I whip you with this and say poem. Yeah, there's also this ridiculous chant I forgot to mention that men say while putting girls through all of this. I found a spot on explanation of it when I was looking for a rough translation. And then there are the absurd chants which are more than lines out of Monty Python movies and folklore. Wacky wimpy, give no fishy, there's just one thing that I beg, a wonderful Easter egg. She was laughing and hollering the entire time, and once I was done, I immediately followed that with, Okay, <laughs> now I want candy. It's also customary for the girls to give kids chocolate eggs, sweets, or even pocket money. Adults get booze. Oh, but I don't have any at home, I'm so sorry. She went inside to look for something and came back with a tic-tac or a gum, I think, and apologized again for not having anything better. I tried explaining that it's alright and that all I wanted to do was show her the tradition and left, completely happy with how it all went down. She talked to my former English teacher in school, who then called me to join them and help translate things so everything was explained and they had a nice laugh about it. However, I'm absolutely mortified thinking back at how clueless I was that day and what an embarrassment that was. Okay, guys, you leave review now and then I whip you. <laughs> but for reals, just before we jump into the next one, make sure you are following the show, especially if you're on Spotify because it's doing weird stuff. Like, just double check your following. Um, the next one is from Little Lost Nomad. Today I fucked up by training a rat to jump on my shoulder. Omelette is one of my pet rats. He's the easiest to train because he's so food motivated. I like to have a cute little rat ride around on my shoulder, so I trained him to hop up on my shoulder and I'll reward him with a treat for doing so. My boyfriend also loves my rats and decided he also wanted Omelette to jump on his shoulder, so he'd also give Omelette treats for jumping on his shoulder. The problem is, Omelette is not a shy rat at all. His 
isn't afraid of anyone and now thinks that jumping on someone's shoulder gets him treats. Yeah, I discovered this when uh, I tried to introduce my father to my rats and Omelette flew out of the cage door right at my dad the second he opened the door, hoping to get some treats from my dad. My dad yelled and recoiled. Both my dad and Omelette are okay, but lesson learned. So now I have to warn friends who want to meet my rats and pet sitters that Omelette will launch himself at them. Well guys, thank you very much for watching, I hope you enjoyed that one, until next time, peace out, take care! Bye bye! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.